and welcome back to Rambling with Rosie. I'm Rosie and I am so, so happy that you're here spending some of your time with me. I hope you're having a lovely day wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And yeah, I hope you're really good. I'm quite good at the moment. I'm enjoying life. Life's been good. I think part of it is that I have quite a like big routine going. Like I feel like I have a lot of things going on, which is making me like forcing me to have a routine I've also sort of sorted out like a gym routine me and my mum go to the gym together and we've decided to join like a lot of classes mainly because when we went skiing at new year we had to climb this huge hill and our cardio was terrible like we both looked at each other and went this is horrific like we need to sort this out so we joined a spin class which is every Friday morning at 6 10 I know because we're absolutely mad but then our legs kill so we've had to like work the rest of the gym around the other classes that we do and then like when we want to go on the other days I know that was a really in in in-depth insight into my gym routine but I just feel like that definitely helps because now I know what I'm doing like each day even with just something as simple as the gym I can like build my week and like my routine around that Um, and also I'm doing a lot of photo shoots at the moment which is just incredible Um, I'm absolutely loving it like it's I'm having the best time but because like shoots are planned like normally not just the next day they're like planned a week ahead at the start of the week I know what days I have the shoots like when I'm going to the gym like I feel like once you've got the main things locked down then you can arrange everything else around that and I am a creature of habit and I love a routine and I love knowing what I'm doing and when and where and with who so this is suiting me a lot um oh my goodness though these shoots I'm loving them so much I started like posting on my story I've created like a close friend story for people that would want to do a shoot um but like styled by me so I'm putting on like concepts that I want to shoot like creative photo shoot concepts and then if anyone wants to shoot them then we shoot them for like half the price of a normal photo shoot which I feel is like a win-win because I'm doing shoots that I love and like working and meeting new people like concepts that are in my mind and then I'm like shooting them with people that I would have never met otherwise and then they're getting like photos out of it obviously it's personalized to like whoever's shooting it I just feel like it's the best situation ever because I'm being creative with new people and giving people the opportunity to be in front of the camera with an idea they maybe never had would have thought of like I just I love it I feel like creativity is so magical when it comes to things like that and it's like times like that that I seriously appreciate it so that's why I'm loving these shoots they're just amazing and I think they're like the highlight the highlight of my year so far I'm I'm loving them and also it means that then people come to me with like shoot ideas that are sort of similar to these ones which means that people that I've never met before would like a photo shoot with me that's similar to something that's been in my mind before does that make sense so I'm literally like just shooting photo shoots that I love and I'm living life and I'm loving it um so yeah that is why I'm in a good mood I think because yeah I mean I've just told you I'm on top of the world I hope you're doing well January's over we made it through arguably the worst month of the year it can only get better I hope you had a wonderful January anyway I feel like weather wise it was okay I'm going to be really British and just pick apart the weather because what else is there to talk about um the sun right now is sort of shining like I'm looking out the window and it's so windy outside but the sun is shining and I feel like when the sun's shining nothing else matters like it's okay 
everything's going to be okay, you know? And I feel like we've sort of been blessed this winter with the sun shining, so I'm really happy about that. Before we get into this episode, I just want to say, if you're enjoying the podcast, I really, really appreciate the people that have left a review and downloaded it and followed along and done whatever you can on all of the platforms I know on Apple Podcasts you can actually leave reviews so if you could do that that would be amazing I honestly seriously appreciate every single interaction that you give on this podcast because like I said it's literally me talking to myself so it's so hard to know if it's like reaching you properly or if you're enjoying it so when you do leave a review or a rating or something it's almost like a like a reply if anything. And I appreciate that so much. So thank you everyone that has already. And if you haven't, yeah, go for it. That would be incredible. Thank you so much. And also come and say hi on the Rambling with Rosie pod Instagram. I sometimes forget about that Instagram. I'm not going to lie. And I think it's because I post so much about the podcast on my main Instagram. Um, But I do like having that one as like a base and like where I can post stuff that is specifically podcast related. So definitely head on over there and I'm going to try and be more active on it. I promise. But if you message me, I will respond on that one. I'm so bad at responding to messages on my other one. So yeah, that's why I opened that one. So it doesn't all get muddled up and lost. Anyway, I'm rambling now. True to the theme of this podcast, which I wanted to be a Q&A. Like I feel like I've never, I mean, I've definitely never done a Q&A. And I just feel like it would be a really fun thing to do. I didn't know what type of questions I'd get asked when I put the Q&A on my story. because a lot of the people that follow me on the Rambo's Photos Instagram, which is the one I put it on, are interested in like the creativity and photography side of things. But obviously we cover so much more than that on this podcast. So I was really intrigued to see what type of questions I got. And not to my surprise, what's the saying? Not to my, I don't know. I have no idea what that saying is. If you know what I'm trying to say, then let me know because I have no idea. Um, And I went to say it again as if it had suddenly come to my head but it really hasn't anyway I basically wasn't surprised by the fact that I got a lot of questions about photography and stuff but if that's what you want to know about then I'll tell you about it for sure let's talk about it I also got um a few questions about some other stuff as well which I wasn't expecting so I'm excited to answer those questions because yeah I got a good I got much more of a mixture than I thought I would is what I'm trying to say in my really rambly way so yeah, I hope that you're excited for this Q&A. I know I am because these questions are actually really cool. You guys pulled through. So let's get into it. The first question was, um, how did you get started on photography? There were so many questions like this. Like, how do you get started? Do you have any tips for new photographers? Did you study it? That sort of along those sort of lines. So I'm going to just go into that. I've already told this before. Um, in my last episode actually so I'm not going to go too into depth into like every stage of it but um, basically I have always loved creativity and I feel like that's where all or most creatives start Um, there's always been some part of me that loved anything to do with being creative making stuff doing stuff showing people my work like that sort of side of things I used to love writing songs and then I would like make music videos to the songs that I'd written Um. And that's sort of where I thought I would end up. I kind of wanted to go into film from that, I think. Um, But it was all about the visuals and stuff like that. I loved creating like visual art. Um, Never been amazing at drawing. Like I wasn't the worst at drawing, but I just didn't 
like I never really got that passionate about it but videography and um motion and like motion pictures and stuff like that I loved so that's where I thought I'd end up and then in lockdown oh I studied that at A-level as well so I did film at A-level um even though I didn't really learn anything in that about the actual creating side of things I just sort of learned about the history of film which I mean it was great but no it wasn't great it was kind of boring so (laughs) I don't know it it I feel like as soon as you study something it sort of sucks the life out of it because you have to go so in depth and you have to and you have to do it a way that someone else deems as right and I feel like with creativity there is no right or wrong it's just down to preference and I don't like the fact that in school if you do something creative you're graded on it because in my opinion there is no grade that you can give to creativity that's just my opinion and I know a few people feel the same but I can understand if you don't I just yeah I I don't like being graded on something that was literally in my mind and I've brought to life you know maybe you could grade on how well it was brought to life but at the end of the day no one knows what was in my mind in the first place does that make sense I don't know if that makes sense but yeah I just I just don't like the idea of studying something that you're passionate about and that's creative because when you think of school you think of like knowledge and you think of um the practical side of the brain not the creative side of the brain so putting the two together sort of weirds me out a little bit but you can see how I mean I'm so thankful that I was able to study it in school because otherwise I would have had the worst time ever (laughs) but yeah I don't know I'm a little bit I'm a little bit mixed about it Anyway, um, I studied film at A-level and then I, oh yeah, I meant to say I studied music at GCSE and that's when I stopped writing songs, I think. So that just proves to me that, you know, studying something, as soon as it becomes like something that you're going to be graded on, it like is no longer, it's like if you got, if you're going to do a chore and then someone says, oh, by the way, can you do that? It like makes you not want to do it is that just me? I'm sure it's not just me where I'm like, well, I was going to do it, but now you've asked me to, I actually don't want to. That's like studying a subject that you're passionate about on a whole new scale. You know, um, once someone tells you to do it, you're like, oh, well, it's not off my own back now. And it's not because I enjoy it. So anyway, I didn't study photography in school, mainly because my school didn't offer it, but also I don't know if I would have taken it. Um, because I wasn't into photography when I was at school. I got into photography in lockdown and I, I'd i seen videos from Jessica Cabessi. If you know who that is, then you know. She's on YouTube, um, literally called Jessica Cabessi. And I used to watch her videos all the time, like four photographers shoot the same model and stuff like that before I was even into photography. Um, she just was, she's just really funny. I really, really liked her. And one time she posted a video about long exposure photography and I was really interested in it and it sort of felt like a mix between film and photography and because it was like I don't know like long exposure which meant that you were incorporating like the whole motion the movement part of film but putting it into a still picture does that make sense like I feel like that was when now I'm breaking it down I'm like wow that's probably why I was so interested in it and how it got me into photography um so I did I took some self-portraits like that and then didn't touch my camera again for anything but film for a good couple months and then in lockdown I 
pick some self-portraits just because you know it was something to do like I had 24 hours to do whatever I wanted to do because it was lockdown every single day and so I took some self-portraits and I decided to set up a Instagram um, just to post like my creative stuff because why not and it kind of went from there like I met a load of really really cool people um, felt inspired and yeah I side note that's why I love so much when people message me and are like I'm inspired to take self-portraits or you've inspired me to be creative like I I melt in the middle when I get those messages because that's what started me off having other people around me and on the platforms and stuff being creative so the fact that I am that person for someone else just it makes my heart explode it's so exciting to me and so anyway that was a little you know side side note a little tangent but yeah that's how I got into photography um it's kind of just gone from there and I have the most incredibly supportive family ever who will yeah literally support whatever I want to do and I think because I got so passionate about it my my mum especially my stepdad builds a lot of the stuff that I like shoot with so when I wanted to shoot like a a certain concept he'd like set it up and stuff in the summer house and my mum would have all the ideas like I have a very very supportive family and I'm so thankful for that so in lockdown when it was you know that was all there was to do everyone sort of went all in with it and we were all up for everything which was just incredible so I feel like because it was encouraged as well I got so into it and it became such a big part of my life because everyone else was involved too. So yeah, that's how I got into photography. And here we are now. Um, I hope that answers your question. I've never said a lot of the stuff that I just said. So hopefully that's a little bit more background if you have heard that story before. There was a few a few extra bits. What was the next question? How do you navigate starting a business? Um, that is a good question question something that I found with photography that was sort of sort of unexpected like the business side of it was how much I would be using maths so like in A levels I took maths further maths and film and I thought I'm never like after A levels I'm never using maths again like obviously I'll use you know basic maths but not anything sort of valuable or like anything sort of complex not valuable and I use maths every single day like I'm so thankful that I had the math side of things as well and that the fact that I was so passionate about maths and quite good at it um because a lot of the business running if I was using the creative side of my brain and the creative side of me I wouldn't be able to do it so there's a lot of like actual logical thinking when it comes to having your photography which is fully creative and then making it into a business and you know making a living out of it and monetizing it so it, yeah it's a completely different side of things that obviously people don't see because you only ever post about the creativity side of things um I know that doesn't answer your question I'm going to try and answer your question a little bit more navigating starting a business I think just watch YouTube videos about it like there's so many things to learn um like how to keep track of your finances. I use Notion at the moment, um, which isn't the most reliable way of doing it, but it works for me because, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit, I like I like a, I like a um, chart, like I like a graph and I like to log stuff. So whenever I do a photo shoot, I'll write down all the details of it, like the payment, what it cost me, travel time, location, stuff like that. So I have got everything written down, but I do need to sort of invest in, either having someone do my finances for me or 
you know actually proper properly using one of the platforms like quickbooks or something um but yeah that's the finance side of things just making sure that you have everything logged um have a website have a way people can reach you like have resources that make you more approachable and make you um like a better person in the business I don't know there's so much to think about I think the best way to do it is to watch videos on how to run like a creative business like that would be my best advice because that's how I did it um but yeah it's it's a tough world and it's confusing and I'm not really sure what parts of it you want to know about but I mean there are so many things to know about so I'd say research it and I'm sorry that that is such a vague answer and so rubbish but that's all I've got because I'm not that good at it myself (laughs) um were you also super confused about cameras and lenses and its function when you were new I'm still confused about cameras and lenses and their functions I have no idea how a camera works I recently learned the difference between a mirrorless and a DSLR camera because I bought a mirrorless one and I went to the photography show and was asking so many questions like a little two-year-old that just wants to know everything about the world um so yes is your answer and I still am I think I've never been that interested in the actual technological side of cameras and stuff which I I don't think is rare for photographers obviously some photographers want to know everything and they know all like the turns and stuff I sort of just know how to do what I want the camera to do like I and if I want to know something else I'll google it but I don't tend to sort of read around the actual workings of a camera I just know what I need to know and a little bit more for backup and that's it so answer to your question I still am confused (laughs) And it's not a bad thing to be confused. Be as curious as you possibly can and ask questions. Um, but work out what you want to be able to do with it and then go from there. And then if you're interested in reading around it, then do that. There's nothing wrong with that. I just, I just, I'm not interested really in the way a camera works. I mean, I do find it interesting, but not enough to like spend time researching it. So after sort of grouping the photography questions into those questions, um, I think the rest of the questions are sort of more more about what I talk about on this podcast so still about creativity a little bit about me um but not necessarily about photography so let's get into those questions because I'm excited for these so my first one was key tips on how to remain positive and motivated um I really like that I think my key tips would be So this is where I'm like, I probably should have planned my answers for these, but I just wanted to look at the questions and then answer like truly my key tips to remain positive and motivated. I think, like I said at the start, having like a routine is such a good way to remain motivated because you almost set out what you mean to do every day. And I think I will say this a million times. I've said this a million times and I'm going to keep saying it, but journaling, because when I say journaling, I'm not talking about dear diary. I'm talking about, I talk about my feelings. Like I don't even talk about what I've done that day unless it's promoted a feeling, unless it's like caused me to feel a certain way. And then I'll talk about that. Um, So I talk about my thoughts and feelings more than I talk about actual happenings of the day. It's not a diary that I'll read back on in 10 years wondering what I did on each day. I've got a one line a day diary for that that my boyfriend got me. And that's where I put like my actual what I did that day. My journal is how I'm feeling, my thoughts, my um, mental health status. Like I just talk about stuff like that. It's more deeper. And 
what's so cool is that it also it kind of makes clear to me what I'm feeling that day and how I can use that like some days I'll start writing and I'll be feeling all motivated and then I can drive off that and talk about my goals for the day and all my goals for the week or what I want to achieve or some like a thought that I had that I want to bring to life anything it could be really far in the future it could be literally just after I finish journaling um so that's one way that I find motivation but also if I start journaling and I'm really lacking motivation it makes clear to me why I'm feeling that way or if I'm lacking anything if I'm feeling any sort of negative way journaling helps me understand why I feel that way and then I can do something about it and I can change it and then my whole day is turned upside down so I just think journaling as a whole is such an incredible way if not the best for me to remain positive and motivated because it helps me notice my emotions and how I'm feeling and it helps me work with it so that's one really good way another way is just literally surround yourself with the right people like yesterday I went and did a photo shoot with a girl that I'd never met before but we live really really close to each other and we'd spoken for ages like on Instagram we literally live a 20 minute drive from each other it's just I like it boggles my mind that we'd never met anyway um so we're like chatting and then she really really likes video editing and I was talking about how much I'd put off editing my YouTube videos which I will do soon I promise um and she was talking about all how she wants to like um start using after effects and she wants to she's got all these travel videos and like different ways that she wants to edit them and she's like so excited about this and I was like listening to it and like asking questions when I didn't understand stuff which if you remember was one of my things that I wanted to do this year and it's working so well not being afraid to ask questions even if you're scared that they might sound stupid has changed so much like I learn so much on a day-to-day basis now just from being slightly more curious and asking more questions another side note but definitely incorporate that into your life it's it's incredible it's a really really good feeling anyway so I'm asking her loads of questions like what does that even mean like how does that work why would you do that like that sort of thing and she's getting so passionate about it I was like oh my goodness I want to go home and edit my YouTube videos now so I think literally the fact that I was talking to her about it and she was getting passionate about what she's passionate about inspired me and made me feel motivated to come home and like work on something and be passionate about it and yeah so that's just one example of like being surrounded by the right people and what an incredible effect it can have on your creativity even if it's not on creativity if it's just because you want to be positive and motivated in any area of life surround yourself with the right people surround yourself with people that do have drive in those areas and then talk to them about it ask questions be curious that's that's my advice next question is what is one thing that not a lot of people know about you oh this question has seriously stumped me Like I really, I feel like it's because I share so much about like me online. I feel like I share all of the stuff that's on the surface. And I'm like, I'm really having to dig deep into like stuff that people don't know. The only thing I can think is stuff that is like in my past. That's like before I was sharing everything that I do. I don't share everything obviously, but like nothing interesting there is that like I could tell you I don't know okay I'm gonna go to like before I was posting online maybe some things that I've never mentioned before um I have mentioned this though one is that maybe not many people know that I can play the guitar like I don't talk about that 
much. My dad taught me when I was younger and then I like sort of just used YouTube and learned a load of songs and stuff. So maybe that's a fact that no one knew, but I have told that before. So I used to compete in um, athletics. So I used to do high jump and the 200 meter sprint. Maybe that's a fun fact. But again, that's more like a fun fact than something people don't know about me. I seriously don't know. Like I'm really, really struggling with this. That question stumped me. I hope that my first two answers are um, good enough because I can't think of any others. Please tell me, like if you can think of something that not many people know about you and then if that's something that you could like openly share and it would be an actual interesting fact about you because I'm stuck on that that's crazy I hate how much that question stumped me it's making me feel like I'm really not interesting or I share too much of myself online yeah I don't know maybe that my only my main goal in life is to see as much of the world as possible I've also said that before but like this is actually like top thing like main thing in the world main thing I want to do with my life is see as much of the world as possible maybe that's my fun my fact that not many people know about me because that's sort of deep conversation chat that comes out with you know people that you have deep conversations with so that's my fun fact I'm sorry if that doesn't live up to your expectations I have I realize how boring that is oh my goodness anyway moving on (laughs) are you always as happy as you seem online another deep one um no mainly like I try and be as open as I possibly can online and like when I'm struggling I might post things that that are helping me so if anyone else is struggling then it might help them too but I obviously naturally don't want to post online when I'm not feeling as happy as when I am actively posting online so like of course I don't seem unhappy that often because when I am unhappy I'm not posting about it this year I definitely am feeling happier though like because I've sort of taken control and taken a stand with um my mental health and knowing what works for me and realizing that the things that make me happy don't have to make sense to other people that has that has changed so much for me and I now feel like I do things without judgment and I feel like I can just post stuff that's making me happy and see if it makes other people happy but I'm not worried about that and not trying to like change the people around me to understand it or to realize that this is what makes me happy and not having to justify it I feel like just because I'm sort of doing what I like to do and I've listened to myself and and tried to understand what makes me happiest and I'm doing that now I feel a lot happier so at the moment yes I am a lot happier than no I am happy but no I will not always be as happy as I seem online like I'm showing up as my best self because I want you to feel inspired and I want you to feel happy and I want my online platforms to feel like a little happy corner of the internet which I've said so many times and I really really hope that it feels like that when you come there that it's all colorful and inspirational and makes you smile and leaves you feeling yeah brighter than when you arrived so I think when that's the aim I'm not always going to share when I'm not feeling great but also I'll just go a bit quieter so if I'm quiet online then I'm either really really busy or not feeling it which which is fine but I feel like because I've sort of taken a stand with dealing with unhappiness it doesn't last for as long so I'm showing up a lot more happy um so maybe but not completely no do you have a life plan 
<laughs> no. For someone that loves to plan like my day-to-day -day weeks, I don't really have a life plan. But I'm like judging that as like, you know, when people have a five-year plan or like a 10-year plan, I really, really don't. And my boyfriend and I literally had a conversation like this the other day. I know a lot of couples will actively sit down and have conversations about the future, how they're both going to fit into each other's, like how it's going to work, where they're going to live, how many kids they're going to have, like conversations like that, you know, the stuff that um, means a lot to certain couples. But we don't tend to have those kind of conversations. And I think it's because Maxwell and I are so different. I know this has kind of turned into like couples counselling. Sorry about that. But this is, I'm getting to why... I don't plan life and how much I realize that I don't plan life um yeah we don't really sit down and talk about any of that and um, I think it's because we're so different and we both have such different outlooks on life as we've like been together the last like four years they've both sort of melded together a little bit like I used to be like a little hippie that just wanted to sort of travel around the world and didn't think money existed um and Maxwell was very like work driven and knew that he wanted to um and money and he had like a plan and he had an idea of where he wanted to work and and like set up a pension like he was a lot more about security and building like a strong life for himself um which I massively respect and I was more like a little hippie that just wanted to you know travel around the world and not think about anything else so we've definitely met in the middle to say the least like I'm very I'm very passionate about my business now and I'm so like like I work really hard and Maxwell has like fallen in love with the idea of traveling and maybe we'll do like a year of travel in like two years when he finishes uni but even that he's at university and I'm doing what I'm doing so we both lead very different lives so anyway we don't normally have those kind of conversations and the other day we went out and it was like a, we were going to the theatre and it was before we went to the theatre we had like a dinner and we got talking about like our futures and our goals and stuff um because we've both been working really hard recently so it was sort of like a really poignant thing at the time like he's doing well at work and obviously Rambo's photos is so much fun and I'm having loads of fun with it so on both of our like realms of work we're both you know doing well so it sort of inspired us to talk about our goals and when he asked me I had no idea like when he was like what's your goals like what are your goals I had actually no clue I said to me when someone says like what's your goal sounds like bells ring in my head that say like you know end result goal equals end result and I know that that's not true like a goal can be to be a type of person or to achieve like a certain type of workflow or like it could be a long-term ongoing thing but I just straight away heard end goal and it got me thinking like I actually don't know what my end goal is or when or how or with who or like anything so to answer your question, no, I don't have a life plan. I'm just going with the flow. And I think I'm doing, I'm taking my own advice, but on a huge scale and just doing what I love every day and working hard on the things that I feel passionate about at the time. And I feel like that will lead me to where I'm meant to be. I'm trusting the process. And I think that speaks for itself because I've ended up somewhere that I'm really, really happy at the moment. Like obviously, I'm nowhere near where I want to be but I don't know where I want to be so I don't know I don't have a life plan I do know like I said earlier that I want to travel and I want to see as much of the world as I can but I don't know how like I don't know if I want to travel with work if I want to like save up and then go traveling like I have no idea um so no I don't have a life plan but I love that 
I love that I don't have a life plan um, and I don't plan on having a life plan. <laughs> okay, next question. How do you deal with stress? Oh, um, I think like I said earlier, I just sort of try and tune into myself and listen to myself because there will always be things in the world that will stress you out. Like there will always be things that are hard and that get in the way and sometimes a lot of things come at once and it will feel like there's a overpowering scale of things that stress you out compared to things that chill you out but I think just trusting the fact that every single time you felt stressed before you've come out of it the other side and like whenever you're stressed that's not going to be the anomaly like that's not going to be the one time that you stay stressed forever so do yourself a favor and find something that will get you out of that stressed feeling quicker like just just tune into yourself ask yourself what is it that I need do I want some popcorn and a good film do I want to go for a walk do I want to play with my pet do I want to talk to someone about it do I need a coffee like do something for yourself that's how I deal with stress I sometimes will ignore it and that's the worst thing you can do and that has only ever made me more stressed so that's how I don't deal with stress or that's how I deal with stress when I'm doing it wrong but when you want to deal with stress the right way or when I want to deal with stress the right way I will try and tune into myself know that the all the things on my to-do list will get done eventually and I can prioritize the things that need doing sooner but there is only so much time in the day and the only way I'm going to get everything I need to get done done is by showing up as my best self and in order to show up as my best self I need to treat myself like my best self. So if that's going for a walk, if that's calling someone and talking about it, if that's watching a film for an hour, do you know what I mean? Like two hours of your day, you can give up to doing something that's gonna make you sharp as your best self and then and then you can show up and get stuff done. So yeah, it's like sort of just having that realization that I have the capability of pulling myself out of this stressed feeling um, and it's not gonna last forever and I'm in the power of how I feel like I'm in a position to put myself into a certain mood and I'm going to choose to relax and I'm going to choose to do something that I enjoy and de-stress so that's how I deal with stress um I also give myself evenings off now um because I never used to do that I used to just work until I was going to bed and then I would wake up the next morning feeling so stressed because all I'd done all night was think about what I was doing late last night and I get way more done now anyway because I know that I'm going to have the evening off so I spend the rest of my day working hard knowing that I'm going to have a relaxing evening where I reward myself with whatever it is I want to do if I want to do yoga if I want to cook dinner if I want to bake something if I want to go for a walk I know that I can do that in the evening so that itself takes a lot of stress off of me um so definitely schedule in time for yourself I think is the moral of that story make time actually put time aside for yourself to de-stress to do things that you enjoy uh someone said why do you love birthdays so much this is my second to last question and I (laughs) I love this question so much um I've spoken so many times about birthdays just like as they've come up in conversation on this podcast I just love birthdays and I understand why people don't like birthdays like I completely get that and I is it empathize or sympathize when you don't relate but you can understand like I feel that um so I can see why people don't like birthdays but for me like I said earlier I'm just so fortunate with my family we're a little bit crazy like just to put that into context this weekend we're having a 
western themed party just for the sake of it because we can and we're getting a pizza oven out and we're gonna make pizza and all wear cowboy hats like just literally because we can with like our family friends so we're a little bit mental and I appreciate that but we've always made a big deal out of celebration and I think even if you don't have a family that goes ballistic with birthdays the idea of having a day uh, one day every year where you celebrate a person not just yourself but celebrate someone you love think of your like best friend or someone you truly love there is a day every single year dedicated to celebrating them I just think that's so magical and however it is that they like to be celebrated or however it is that you like to celebrate them you have a really 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 good reason that day every year to do that I just think that's such a cool concept and I like I just love that so it's not it's not all about the presents and all about the decorations and about the cake it's it's just the fact that it's like Mother's Day and Father's Day that's like a whole day that you actually actively show appreciation to that person in your life or Valentine's Day or Pancake Day who doesn't love a pancake like there's a whole day dedicated to eating pancakes now put that into like someone that you love there's a whole day dedicated to celebrating that person that you love I just think that's magical and that is just the I yeah birthdays are just unbelievable I love birthdays so much um and as for my own birthday I get so excited for my birthday because when it does come to presents I don't it's not the expensive ones or the big ones or something I've always wanted that I love receiving I love receiving presents and then hearing the story about them and that's because the story always involves that person thinking of you like a present where someone has looked at something or booked something and said I spent time in my day doing this because it made me think of you or that's how I perceive you so I bought you this like I I see you as someone that would enjoy this they've like thought about you even if it was for five minutes I just think it's magical and it means so much to me and yeah I love birthdays so thank you for asking that question because I feel like I got to justify my crazy obsession with birthdays um I hope you can kind of see where I'm coming from again I completely understand why people don't like birthdays like there can be a lot of negative emotions around birthdays and that's completely fine that's not your fault if you feel that way about a birthday and you don't have to feel happy about birthdays there is no pressure to um that's just why I love birthdays so yeah and um, what are your three favorite things about yourself? I saved this one for last when I was just going through the questions then because I I don't know. I'm going to go with like things that aren't physical because I feel like when questions get asked like that, sometimes they could mean physical features. Um, So I'm going to avoid stuff that's physical because that's like an easy getaway. Do you know what I mean? Like I can say, oh, I like my hair or I I like my nails because I spend ages growing them out. You know, like, I don't know. I'm just going to ignore the physical um, so three favorite things about myself. Um, I'm gonna say I enjoy the way I am creative. Like I love, I love having that thought process of like creativity, and then showing myself appreciation for like thinking of stuff like that. Does that make sense? That sounds a bit sad. This question's making me uncomfortable, but I feel like I've got to talk about it because you have to appreciate yourself. So yeah, that's my that's my first one. I like my want to put people at ease, like my want to make people feel comfortable around me. And I feel like 
it not only feels good to make people feel like that, but it also makes any situation more fun. Like if someone feels relaxed around you, whether it's like a photo shoot or you're just grabbing a coffee with them, that whole scenario is going to be way more fun. And I love that I have like an active want to make people feel at ease when they're in my company. And now I'm thinking about it, it's probably my favorite thing about myself. The fact that I just want people to feel comfortable and relaxed when they're with me. That's that's the whole aim. Now I've got to think of a third one and I <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I enjoy how much I drive towards things that I'm passionate about. Actually, I'm going to reword that. I enjoy how passionate I get about things. Um, because I know sometimes I can sound a bit loopy and crazy to the people that I tell my ideas to but I quite like that because it almost makes an opening for them to tell me their crazy ideas and it also like I don't have to achieve and do everything that comes out of my mouth like I know that I just love having crazy ideas and I love being passionate about things and I love thinking big and I love that I love that if that makes sense like I like that about myself that I'm not afraid to dream big um, because it's working so far and I have a pretty magical life because of it and I'm so thankful for it so maybe those are my favorite three things about myself that question again was very uncomfortable but I feel like I appreciate myself now you know when people say you should look in the mirror and say I'm proud of you like I feel like I just did that like I'm cringing a little bit but it felt good <laughs> Anyway, that's enough rambling for today. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope there's some inspiration for you in there and I hope you're feeling a little bit happier and uplifted after listening. And I hope you're having a really good day wherever you are and whatever you're doing. I appreciate you spending some of it with me and I will see you next time. Bye.